If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. I mentioned it off the top of the show, just a, a horrifying story. And it, you you make the horror no less horrible by saying it could have been much, much worse. Um, but it led the headlines in the United States most of the weekend, as it should. An attack on uh, a rabbi celebrating Hanukkah at a Hasidic rabbi's home. Five people were stabbed. They've got a man in custody accused of attempted murder. Um, and they found him in Manhattan. They got a great tip from somebody who saw uh, what was a, a getaway vehicle, and they found him back in the city by this particular point. But it's a disturbing trend, an incredibly disturbing trend. To discuss it, uh, we welcome in our next guest. His name is Avi Benlolo, president and CEO of Friends of Simon Wiesenthal Center for Holocaust Studies in Toronto. Avi, thanks very much for taking the time to do this. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Well, I mentioned it off the top. It's uh, it, We're not getting used to this, but it's uh, a horrific crime after horrific crime. The Jersey City shooting in the, uh, in, in the kosher uh, restaurant was just two weeks ago, and six people died in that. Uh, what was your reaction besides more sadness and heartbreak over the weekend to this? Uh, look, well, uh, the Jewish community is certainly outraged and uh, shocked uh, continuously, and it seems like uh, we are being terrorized, um, you know, week after week with anti-Semitic incidents. Of course, you know, we all recall the Pittsburgh attack where 11 uh, Jewish worshippers were murdered, and then there was the incident in Poway, California, uh, again, where there was a murder there in a synagogue. Uh, how Germany, uh, you know, a while back, uh, Copernic, France, and the list goes on, the Paris kosher market, and as you mentioned as well, New Jersey City, just a couple of weeks ago, uh, the kosher market there, uh, an attack. So, you know, the community is feeling terrorized and uh, very upset by these incidents, obviously. Do you delineate, and, and do Jewish people delineate in Canada feeling more safe than the United States, or do you say, look, we're in a major city in Toronto, there have been, I mentioned off the top, there are people who are carving uh, swastikas into, into you know, snowy cars in Montreal in Jewish neighborhoods, and, and police are, are trying to track these people down who, who've done it. Um, you mentioned it, when you say the community, it's not just in one city or another, this is continent-wide now, isn't it? Well, exactly, and this is why it's so serious. In fact, just today, uh, we released our um, top 12 incidents of anti-Semitism in Canada, and anti-Semitism is real in Canada, and that's why we are so uh, concerned that it can happen in Toronto. As you, as you might recall, there was a very big brawl at York University just mm -hmm. a few weeks ago with uh, between 1,000 and 2,000 students literally violently brawling and punching one another and shoving one another over a Jewish event that was held there. And so this is happening in our own city. And we were surprised that, that the violence didn't actually, you know, result in something much more uh, serious. And so I do believe that uh, in Toronto and elsewhere in, in Canada, we can see this type of violence uh, escalating, and we should take note, very careful note, of what is happening south to the border, and therefore we should, you know, counter it 
uh, before anything uh, further escalates. Uh, Avi Benlolo is our guest on uh, Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm Greg Brady, and for John Oakley, he's president and CEO of Friends of Simon Wiesenthal Center for Holocaust Studies here in the city of Toronto. What do you attribute to when you talk about this with your colleagues, with family members? Why do you say this is happening more often than not over the last couple of years? Well, and that, that is the million-dollar question. I mean, quite frankly, um, it shouldn't be attributable, attributable to anything. Uh, in fact, anti-Semitism, as we know, uh, is over 2,000 years old. Um, there's a lot of uh, issues concerning it. It's one of the oldest forms of racism. Um, you know, uh, the Holocaust took place as a form of and as a result and a consequence of anti-Semitism. And we thought after the Holocaust having gone through six million uh, Jewish people who were murdered, that this would end. And we all said, never again. The world has learned that, you know, hatred results in violence. Um, and so now what we're seeing is a resurgence. We're seeing a resurgence from various sectors of the community. Obviously, the old form of anti-Semitism from the white supremacism, Nazi type of ideology. We're seeing radical Islamist anti-Semitism, even in Toronto, in the form of Al-Quds Day, which happens every every uh, summer. Uh, this hatred towards the state of Israel, which is taken uh, um, uh, out on local Jews in the form of anti-Semitism. And now what we're seeing in the States in the face of these attacks is from some sectors of the black community, which is... Uh, quite shocking and uh, and surprising. So, because, you know, of course, the Jewish people, you know, marched in the civil rights movement, were involved in promoting the civil rights movement, as we have been, you know, everywhere else. And so, and so it's surprising that this form of anti-Semitism is taken, uh, taken out on the Jewish community again. And so all of this, you know, is resulting in increased trend. When you look at hate crime reports of the Toronto police, the Jewish community is the most targeted groups, as is in Stats Canada reports. And we're wondering how, how this can be, and part of it is uh, emanating from the university campuses, from academia, um, and, and other sectors. You'd concur, too. I, I love talking politics, but I would tell you it's a dangerous game at, at a dinner table with uh, with yeah. my Jewish friends or otherwise to talk about Israel because it's a constantly shifting, you know, um, narrative. And Benjamin Netanyahu is in some political trouble right now for some uh, fraud allegations. Um, it's it, is it more of a hot button topic when we talk about Israel and, and we we delineate between. And, and again, there's never, ever, ever a reason um, for someone to be hateful towards somebody. But there are people that say, hey, I, I, you know, I'm surrounded by Jewish people in my life, but I have a problem with some things that the government in Israel are doing right now, e- even to their own people. There's many people in Israel that want a new government. Well, look, and, and if you sit at a Tel Aviv cafe being a democracy, Israel is a democracy, you'll hear Israelis arguing about politics. Yeah. It's one of our best pastimes. <laughs> it's totally fine to argue about politics and, and, and making things better and improving the situation and so forth. Uh, Jewish people do it all the time, and that's perfectly fine. But when you enter into... Uh, you know, excusing anti-Semitism because of Israel, that's wrong. When right. you push forward campaigns that try to uh, pr- promote sanctions and, and, and boycotts of the Jewish people and Jewish products, well, that's what Adolf Hitler did. And that is anti-Semitism. And so that's where the red, where it crosses red lines, when it, it starts moving into 
uh, anti-Semitism through the boycotts and divestment campaigns and so forth, you know, um, and, and so Israel is, the, is a nation that is continuously picked on at the United Nations. Out of 25 resolutions condemning uh, nations in the UN just this past fall, 18 were about Israel. Well, that's wrong. That's called bullying. You know, when you don't focus on Syria, when you don't focus on Iran, when you don't focus on North Korea, countries that have real human rights abuses, and you're only focusing on Israel, well, that is anti-Semitism. And so that is uh, seeping out into the public, and that is cause for concern. More people need to be educated about that. So um, the U.S. has an unbelievably important election uh, coming up. We don't know who's going to run against uh, what we assume will be the nominee, barring something uh, legal, uh, President Donald Trump. And again, this is Trump claims to be pro-Israel. He he has done a lot to target anti-Semitism in his statements. He's targeted Israeli boycotts as well. But there's people that I know in the Jewish community that suspect that a lot of the reason for the rise of anti-Semitism is many of Trump's more ardent right-wing supporters. Is that 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 has to conflict? There's a conflict there down the middle, isn't there? Look, uh, we saw it after Charlottesville. You know, Charlottesville, you know, a lot of, um, uh, you know, Nazis, white supremacists, um, you know, started becoming much more emboldened and started popping up out and saw that coming across our border as well with much more um, uh, people being supportive of the Nazi uh, movement and, and, and that. So, so that is a cause for concern. However, Trump has been probably the most pro-Israel president in a very long time, moving the American embassy to Jerusalem. And just recently, a few weeks ago, he set out a new policy um, that would um, uh, penalize American universities if anti-Semitism occurs there. So he's been, at the same time, trying to protect the Jewish community and trying to protect uh, Israel. So there is a little bit of a conundrum there yeah. that we're all trying to understand. Yeah, um, yeah, and it'll be even. More, I don't. I don't want to say it'll be more fascinating if Bernie Sanders is the nominee um, uh, because he's very proudly Jewish. But it would make for yeah. It would, when Israel comes up in election debates, it would make for a really interesting conversation between the two. I think we can agree on that. Yeah, look, I mean, politics are tough, but I think we have to distinguish between you know anti-Semitism and, and politics and mm-hmm. hatred. You know, Jewish hatred of uh, people who hate Jewish people for the sake of hating Jewish people, and we have to we have to understand that anti-Semitism is is hundreds of years old, and so what we're seeing this resurgence. It's not just a recent. Uh, it's a recent phenomenon, but it's been happening for for centuries, and and this is a recycling of many of the old forms of racism. And so, you know, blaming Israel for it or blaming Donald Trump for it, that's not the that's not the exact answer because it's been happening for centuries. Yeah, the, no, there's there's no, there's no question. It's been a, it's a cover for some to be you know out, outwardly anti-Semitic to say, well, I'm I'm you know I'm anti-Zionism or I'm pro-Trump or I, I absolutely no you exactly. nailed. You nailed what I was just going to say. Avi, we got to move on. I really enjoyed our conversation. I hope we get to talk again, and I'm sorry it's under such uh, tragic circumstances. Well, thank you very much for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.